0: All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time, or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Uh, otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? God bless. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, and this is The Infinite Fringe, live on Truth Frequency Radio, on iHeartRadio, on hackerhamin.podbeam.com, on TheInfiniteFringe.PodBeam.com, on TuneIn Radio, and over on iconic America Unplugged. How's everybody doing? Blessings and greetings to all of you. It is a pleasure to have you listen to me yet again. Wherever you can hear my voice, you know how happy I am to have you. Now, a ton of people hit me up. A ton of people you to be honest with you to be completely honest with you guys i don't think i've gotten as many requests as i have for this man in the entire time that i've been doing this show and i just this just came to me bishop by the way and it's absolutely true <laughs> so many different people hit me up you gotta have bishop larry gators on you gotta have him. i think you guys would vibe got to ask him about the boule. you got to talk to him about Kobe Bryant, you know? And I'm like, whoa, okay. All right. Hey, listen, yes. if this is what you guys want, I'm going to try my best to get it done. And actually one of my listeners, God bless him. I forget his name. Damn. I got to shout him out. I, I will. I- I'll get you. Uh, he actually reached out to you and asked you if you would come on. And uh, that's how this whole thing started. So um, greetings and blessings to him. He knows who he is. Bishop Larry Gators on his maiden voyage to the infinite fringe. This is going to be fun. How are you, sir?
1: Brother Billy Ray Valentine, I am great, uh, my friend. I am so excited and very honored to be uh, on your powerful show tonight as we begin to unpack uh, the paradigm of manipulation, the paralysis of emotion.
0: Th- that's a loaded term, you know, and I, and I've heard you pepper it throughout the alternative media. If you wanna if you wanna lay out what that means before we get into it, I know you wanted to lay out a bunch of stuff, so feel free, take your time make sure you lay out everything and I'll chime in here and there whenever I feel like I need to. Now, I did speak to you off air a little bit. We do wanna get into Mr. Donald Trump towards the end of this and you and I don't yes. see eye to eye on that. But I, I I am I am more than hopeful. I am positive that we will have a positive conversation about this. Anyway, Mr. Narragators, oh, go right ahead.
1: Thank you so much. Um, Brother Ray, you're doing a magnificent job for the kingdom of Jesus Christ and for all of the truth. And a woken community around the world. The paradigm of manipulation, the paralysis of emotion. Uh, One of my favorite historians, um, uh, a man by the name of Alexander Pushkin had once said that a deception that elevates us is dearer than a host of low troops. What does that mean? You and I are witnessing the advent of a new Cold War not just in this country and around the world, not through the weapons of biological weapons of atom and hydrogen bombs, but Billy Ray Valentine, you and I are witnessing the advent of a new Cold War called the Global Vaccination Industrial Complex. So then the term paradigm means a set replication or pattern of what we call origination. And the term paralysis simply means the loss in the ability to think, to reason, to understand. And so we are witnessing not just a new generation uh, which is giving birth to a new Cold War, but this new generation of which I, what I call a generation of victimhood. And I tell black people all the time, no one owes us nothing, okay? And so I'm a black conservative. I am pro-God, pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Bible. I am pro-Trump, okay? And I tell other radio hosts, we can uh, agree without disagreeing. So the term paralysis means the inability to think, to reason, to understand. So we have a generation of people, more specifically these rioters, who may be 20, 40, 60, 80 years old, but emotionally, they're five, they're three, they're still in the second and third trimester. Because a lot of these people, especially our people, when I'm talking about people of color, like you and I, we have never dealt with the historical pain and the historical trauma of our past. And because of that, you have this left-wing deep state Balfomite lucidering kebab with um, Barack Obama, his wife Michael Michelle Obama. Then you have uh, Joe Creepy Sleeping Sniffing Biden, who can't remember his left foot from his right toe. Then you have George Soros. Okay. Then you have Bill and and Bill and the Bill and Melinda Robin Williams Gates Foundation. All of these devils are trying to subvert American power. So the term manipulation, it simply means it is a psyop or an algorithm of the way that the deep state has mastered black thought or Latino thought or American thought in order to manipulate and to weaponize our pain. And our trauma. So to, so then to understand, uh, man of God, what's going on today, we have to go back to yesteryear in order to lay this foundation. So the term manipulation uh, for you and your staff and your listeners is simply is a psychological psyop uh, that the United States government, more specifically on the left, are trying to divide America by race, by creed, by color, by ethnicity, okay? And so this psyop is also called omni or telekinesis. It is manipulating the human mind through witchcraft. Witchcraft simply means manipulation. So to understand the paradigm, the replication of this manipulation through the paralysis of our emotion, we have to look at the deep state. Now, one of the most powerful authors in America, a man by the name of Mike Lofgren, had wrote a powerful book uh, called The Deep State. And he was the first person uh, in the annals of the uh, United States government history to reveal the term the deep state. So the term deep state comes from two Persian interpretations. Uh, D means like Siamese, which is also uh, a Taiwanese word. Then the term state means twin. Now, remember, uh, on the chest of George Floyd was a tattoo, Order Out of Chaos, that had a double-winged Siamese twin eagle. So you got the Democratic Party, you have the Republican Party, you have Antifa, and you have Black Lives Matter. Two of these organizations, uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, they are two terrorist organizations. I know a lot of Black people may or may not agree with the bishop. That's fine. My job is not to placate people because of the color of their skin. I'm a contract killer. My job (laughs) is to decapitate this present-day Goliath system called the deep state. As we understand uh, and break this down schematically for your listeners, the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. So when people say black lives matter, does matter mean one of significance or does matter mean that, that that person is a chemical compound? Because when mind doesn't matter and matter doesn't mind, so matter to the deep state doesn't mean that you and I are of any significance. You and I, Brother Billy Ray Valentine, to and according to the signup of the deep sea, we are a piece of property. We are a particle. We're not a human being. According to them, that's what the term Black Lives Matter mean, as we're schematically breaking down the manipulation uh, and this signup of emotionalism. Now, as a side note, the term Negro, and I constantly tell African-American men, women, and children, stop calling each other that term because, my friend, the term Negro comes from the Greek word necro, capital N-E-C-R-O, which means autopsy or flesh or an individual having sex with a dead body. That's what the term Negro means. So a lot of people said, well, Bishop, uh, the term Negro means black in Spanish, yes, but I'm not interpreting Negro from a Spanish connotation. I'm interpreting Negro from the Greek connotation. You may mention uh, of the Boule Secret Society because the term boule is a part of the Greek parliament today, which represents the foundation of Greek politics They are assigned and chosen by the deep state not to protect Black America or Latino America or Americans period. The Boo Lasik Society, they are chosen out of this global Black diaspora of what we call the Crab Barrel System. So the Crab Barrel System is a global international system scheme where, though you are no longer a slave to a physical slave master, but to the deep state, you are your own slave. Now, now a lot of Black people are celebrating um, what they call Juneteenth, back a few days ago on the 19th of June. Where, in, on the 19th of June, 1865, Okay, when the Emancipation Proclamation took place two years prior in 1863 and in 1865, the ratification of the 13th Amendment, okay, thus abolishing the legality of slavery. So there is, there was a general in the Union Army um, by the name of General Gordon Granger, okay, who was a pedophilist who loved little boys and little girls, and this is according to the Oxford Dictionary of the History of the Civil War, Volume 5, Section 2, that Gordon Granger, who practiced pedophilia was the man whom black people looked to as a liberator because he's the general that was assigned by Ulysses S. Grant to give that decree on the 19th of June in 1865 in Galveston, Texas, stating, and I quote, that all slaves are free. Wait a minute now, he didn't say all black men, women, children, babies are free, Brother uh, uh, Valentine. He is saying all slaves. In other words, though you are not a slave legally to the system, but psychologically you're still a slave. That's why people say, well, God's gonna heal my cancer. No, God is not going to heal your cancer. God is going to heal you from cancer. That's the paradigm of manipulation. In the paralysis of emotion. Looks like you had a question or something.
0: No, I was just saying, very good. Go right ahead, continue. So,
1: and so this term here, uh, Negro, also is condensed into a few other uh, Greek terms necromort, M O R T, which means embalming fluid, or necrowaste, which means bodily waste. Now, as a side uh, note, the term Lucifer in Isaiah 14 and 12 that term Lucifer, when you spell it backwards through inversion, okay, because Hebrew is written from right to left, that term Lucifer becomes a Latin Vulgate expression, "recycle," which means the recycling of fecal matter. So this is the paradigm of manipulation. And the paralysis of emotion. Okay. Also, another condensed interpretation of the term Negro also comes from a multiple Greek word, necromorphis. This is where we get the term rigor mortis or decomposition. It is the death of a composition of the individual. That's why we say black lives matter, not because they think that they matter to the deep state but because black lives matter is black lives decomposition. They are a composition of a piece of a matter, a property. This is heavy here, as we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation in the paralysis of emotion. Another term for Negro is the term necrophilia. But notice the last six letters, capital P-H-I, LIA which is the acronym for the city of Philadelphia Pennsylvania the hometown of Kobe Bean Bryant so then to understand the thinking the sign up of the thinking of black america we have to know that we are being manipulated by the system to riot to pillage to plunder in order for the deep state to continue to enslave this generation okay now as we move forward here so then the term negro also when you take that term negro and spell it inversion backwards now people might say well bishop why do you do that <laughs> because this is how the deep state does it's called inversion anything that god has the devil has a counterfeit because the true content of what we call deception Brother valentine that's True deception has some truth sprinkled in it, or else it would not be true deception. So the term mm-hmm. "negro," okay, when spelt backwards, uh, reveals a Latin term "origin," capital O R G E N, which means origin. This is the composition of the thinking of not all of Black Americans but a great percentage of black Americans as we're talking about the paradigm of this manipulation through the paralysis of our emotion, okay? Now let's look at Antifa. The term Antifa means anti-fascist. So the motto of Antifa, okay, uh, it means that they are built uh, structurally to bring about illumination for the manipulation, get this, Brother Billy, of matter. I don't, I don't think you caught that. In other words, <laughs> what they're saying, through the structural illumination of the manipulation of matter. What type of matter? Black Lives Matter. Because Antifa is the military wing of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is the propaganda arm of Antifa. That is that two-winged-headed bird that was on the tattoo um, art on the chest of George Floyd. How would he know that type of animation? As we're talking about this paradigm of manipulation in the paralysis of emotion, you got me excited now. So then, the term Antifa means Anti fascist. This is where we get the German term Aktion, capital A K T I O N. Now, the question is where did Antifa come from? Well, it came from a Nazi master spy by the name of General Reinhardt Gillen, who went on to create the uh, Gillen organization post World War II. So, Reinhardt Gillen. Was the head of Nazi intelligence between 1933 and 1945, near the end of the advent of World War II? So, Reinhardt Gillen, in according to the uh, Masonic Encyclopedia, okay, uh, by Dr. Albert G. Mikey, notice that term, encyclopedia, cyclops, one eye, pedia, which means pediatric, or that which has been pedophiled. Words have meaning. So when people said I've read the encyclopedia, they're saying that I went into the middle eye, cyclop, the eye that's on the back of the $1 bill at the top of the pyramid, the eye. Now remember the other day you had this Jezebel, Nancy Pelosi, okay, Chucky Schumer, and the rest of these <laughs> Democrats were wearing kente cloths, okay, but they don't even understand that the Asante family, the, the Asante kingdom, going back 2,000 years in Ghana, they sold our people into slavery. The ones that created the kente cloth, the, the, that type of cloth that the Democrats were wearing the other day, The Asante Kingdom had sold our people into slavery, okay? But yet you got Nancy Jezebel Pelosi and that entire regime behind her on the floor of the Capitol shaped like the pyramid with Nancy Pelosi as the eye of the pyramid. Everything is symbolic as we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. So then back to Antifa. So the term Antifa uh, simply means that they are anti-fascist. So the Third Reich, what we call the Nazi Party, the term Reich means realm, but it also means psyop. So we are now in the midst of a Fourth Reich psyop. Well, what is that? Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So Antifa and Black Lives Matter is what we call the Fourth Reich, SIOP, which their goal is to give birth to the Fifth Reich realm or call called an American Communistic Caliphate but it's not going to work, as we are schematically teaching the paradigm of manipulation in the paralysis of emotion. So then through Operation Paperclip, after the advent of World War II, the Western powers of the United States and Great Britain and France, they were recruiting Nazi spies, Reinhard Gehlen, and Nazi scientists, okay? to build the American industrial complex, okay? So then, the Antifa was created by Reinhard Gehlen through Nazi intelligence, okay? Now, it's interesting today that when you look at the logo of Antifa, it is shaped like two sickles or flags, one black, and one red. Well, it's interesting, my brother, that the insignia or the logo of Antifa was actually created by a Soviet killer and a terrorist by the name of Lovich Molotov, who created the Molotov cocktail. So the insignia, the logo for Antifa a black flag and a red flag was created by uh, Molotov, Mikhailovich Molotov, who was a political protege of Joseph Stalin, who took down the Romanov dynasty during the October Seventeenth, 1917 Bolshevik Revolution. So Antifa is part Nazism and part Soviet fascism but yet they claim Antifa to be anti-fascist. How do we destroy Antifa? You destroy Antifa by targeting George Soros because George Soros is giving millions of dollars to Antifa to destroy uh, American democracy and to subvert American power. Now, as a sign note here, and before we get further into Antifa and eventually into uh, Black Lives Matter. When you go to the lobby of the Central Intelligence Agency, okay, it has 64 squares, one black, one white, 64. That represents the amount of squares on a chess board. So in the game of chess, see the deep state is not playing checkers, they're playing chess. So they're thinking 50 to 100 steps ahead. So the foundation, the lobby of the Central Intelligence Agency has 64 squares, okay? Now, when you look online to the first psychological operations battalion, U.S. Army logo. And as a side note, the U.S. Army alone has 1,000 psychological operations. That, then you get the 1,000 points of light from Senior Bush and the number of 1,000 in Hebrew and Greek Jamantra means a millennium, okay? A transformation, as we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. But that logo of the 1st Psychological Operations Battalion, US Army, has the head of a horse. That is the chess piece of what we call the knight. Remember the movie, The Black Knight and Batman. So everything is a sire, which means that the individuals, both in Antifa and Black Lives Matter, are nothing more than pawns and chess pieces on this global international game called the Deep State Balthamant Luciferian System, Okay. And this is a part of the paradigm of this manipulation and the paralysis of this emotion. So then you have 64 squares on a chessboard game. The lobby of the Central Intelligence Agency has 64 squares. What is half of 64 is 32. So that's the number that was on the chest of the late George Floyd. That there is order out of chaos with that two-headed deep state Siamese twins logo representing Antifa and Black Lives Matter with the number 32 inside of the pyramid. What half of 64 squares is 32. This is a game. So George Floyd was a pawn in a chess piece like Michael Brown was in Ferguson, like Eric Garner was here in New York City, God rest his soul, like Freddie Gray in Baltimore. They killed Freddie Gray, not because he was black. They killed Freddie Gray because Freddie Gray was a major crack dealer representing the apparatus of the Baltimore Police Department. So then Freddie Gray was owed money, just like George Floyd was owed money by the Minneapolis Police Department because all of these cops were on the take, both in drugs and in counterfeit money. I'm talking about in Minneapolis, okay? So this is the chessboard psychology. You see, my brother, in order to understand this demonic system, you have to study how this system is thinking. Now, on that first psychological uh, operations battalion U.S. Army logo, underneath the head of this horse, who is a chess piece called the knight, and as a side note, how many players do you have in chess? Two. Each player has 16 pieces. 16 times two equals 32, which is half of the 64 squares, not just on the lobby of the Central Intelligence Agency, but the 64 squares of light of what we call the global chess game. This is heavy here as we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. Right below the head of the horse on that first psychological operations battalion US Army logo, you have not just a sword, but you have a twisted tassel. Okay, from left to right, right to left, that twisted tassel also matches the tassel on the bottom of the eagle's head on the seal of the Central Intelligence Agency. Now, somebody may say, well, Bishop, why don't we see that twisted tassel of white, black, white, black or white, red, white, red on the floor of the CIA lobby? Because that tassel has now been spread open in the form of 64 squares on the lobby floor of the Central Intelligence Agency. So when you and I go into the agency on on the lobby floor level, you and I, according to these devils, are nothing more than a chess piece, a pawn. So I'm just breaking the foundation as to reveal to your listeners, you already know this, to reveal to your listeners why Black America thinks the way that she thinks. This is the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. Now let's look at Black Lives Matter. Now Black Lives Matter is a very interesting organization, okay? Now Black Lives Matter was created, right, uh, by three witches, you—you you heard me correct. Black Lives Matter <laughs> was created by three witches.
0: Hey, Mister Bishop Gaites, give me just a sec. Give me, give Go me ahead. just a sec, uh, um, Bishop. I don't want to get too far ahead. I have a ton of questions, a ton, okay, and okay. I—I want to hit up Black Lives Matter. All right, so I—I I, I, please keep me honest and bring me back.
1: Okay, I'll bring you back. Is that I'll bring you back to uh, let me kind of lay this out and then we'll go,
0: ahead, come go back ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: premise okay. of your question. So black Lives matter, okay? Now, for uh, for uh, no, I am not a spy for the CIA like I've been accused of, and uh, <laughs> I, you know I don't work for the Trump administration. I support my great president. I'm a black Republican, a black conservative. I'm a contract killer. I uh, there's no mercy in me when it comes to lies, okay, in deception. My right. job is to cut that devil's head off in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So then, black lies matter term is nothing more than a chemical compound property of a particle that's nothing more than an enslaved algorithm in this mind of the deep state so george soros uh, being a lover of indian hindu uh, mythology. Now, one may say, well, Bishop, what does Indian um, Hindu mythology have anything to do with Black Lives Matter? Now, when you and I go and back into history, back in the 1400s, there was a secret society of assassins, Brother Valentine, called the Thuggy Secret Society, capital T H U G G E. So, the thuggy sicker society and this is where we get the term thug which is the psyop of black lives matter so the thuggy sicker society and any one of your listeners can look it up on google images thuggy capital t-h-u-double-g-double-e now they came into fruition during the late 1400s and were eventually destroyed in the in the early part of the 1900s by british intelligence so this is not, nothing against my Indian brothers and sisters. But in order for me to reveal the foundation of the paradigm of this manipulation and the paralysis of, of emotion, I must reveal the psychic of black America and why we think the way that we think. So the Thuggy Seeker Society was created by three Indian assassins. One by the name of Ram, capital B-E-H-R-A-M. The second killer who created the Thuggy Secret Society was a man by the name of Lavith, capital L-A-V-I-T-H. And the third killer that created the Thuggy Secret Society was a man by the name of Morty, capital M-O-O-R-T-Y. So, Burram, N, is a Hindu name, meaning black. Laveth is a Hindu name, meaning lives. And Morty is a Hindu name, signifying that which has become matter. So, Black Lives Matter is modeled from the psyop of the thuggy, your society because like i said five minutes ago george soros is a lover of the history of india and the history of hindu mythology so then burram the first letter of burram is b the first letter of labeth is l the first letter of morti is m black lives matter or burram that which is black laveth that which is life or lives a morty that which has become a matter so the psyop of black lives matter also represents the psyop not all of black america but a certain percentage of black americans this thug life psychology well the god or the goddess, and this is really going to blow your mind now, mine now uh, brother, uh, Billy, what am I about to say? So the god or the goddess of the Thuggy Seeker Society is a goddess or a demon called Kali, capital K-A-L-I. Her name means diva from whence we get the term divination. I constantly tell women, stop calling yourself diva. Diva is the first four letters of the term divination, which means witchcraft. But the second interpretation for the god of the Thuggy Seeker Society, Kaylee, her name also means life. Oh, so this is when we get the PSYOP Thug Life. They were the first um, gang industrial complex to use hand signs, all the way back, we're talking about going back at least 600 years. Before there was a blood, before there was a crypt, before there was any Latino or Irish or Italian games, the Thuggy Secret Society established the psyop of what you and I call thug life because their goddess, Kaylee, represents divination, diva, who also repre- represents life. She, life, was worshipped by the thug. This is where we get the term thug life, okay? And so people say, well, I I don't believe that, but I don't care. My job is to cut the demon's head off by revealing the truth. Now, before we give the floor over to you, because I I know you're itching to ask me a lot of (laughs) questions here. So we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. So black lives matter. Okay, comes from the sign up of the thuggy seeker society who gave hand signs. Okay, and the hand signs that the thugs gave represents the shape of their house demon that each house worshipped. Oh, let me say this again: each thug, going back to the 1400s in India, created hand signs. This is hundreds of years before Bloods and Crips. The hand sign that each assassin gave was the shape of their house demon that each thug worshipped. Now that was transferred, my brother, 400 years later during the 1800s within Yale University skulls and bones. So the skulls and bones, which were mostly white men also picked up on the hand signs that they studied from hindu mythology and history from the thuggy secret society going back to the 1400s now in the 1800s most of those 30 31 half degree masons and that's a sign though no black person or person of color can ever attain the 30 31 half degree <laughs> Only those that are in the Luciferian serpent bloodline, going back not just to the Nephilims of Genesis chapter six, but even going back to the serpent seed, which is Cain. That's another topic for another day. So the hand signs the gangs uh, have been performing since the 1970s comes from the origin of the thugs the Thuggy-Sicker Society, that was transferred 400 years later during Yale University Skulls and Bones, and the Yale University was created by Alfonso Tab. And that hand sign through both the Thuggy-Sicker Society and Yale Skulls and Bones in the 1800s at Yale University has now become the hand-signed of both the Bloods and the Crips. Now, as a sign note, I know you've heard of the story Cain and Abel. Right. So the Hasidic Hebrew interpretation for the name Cain is blood. The Hasidic interpretation for the name Abel is crypt. This is where we get the term <laughs> blood in crips. So when you connect Cain, blood, to the name Abel, crypt, you get the term cannibal, or that which is cannibalistic. This is the paradigm of manipulation. And the paralysis of emotion. And in my conclusion, three witches with the money of the deep state through George Silver's, whose name is George Swartz, who had his own people during the advent of World War II to be gas in those ovens throughout Europe and in Germany. So this, t- these three witches, Alicia Garza, she's a member of Omega Phi Beta. Patrice Colors is a mem- member of also Omega Phi Beta, and last but never least, Opotemee of Nigerian descent. She's a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha. All three of these sororities or Black Greek letter secret societies, they are under the umbrella of what we call the na- the National Pan Hellenic Greek Black Greek letter secret societies that is overran and covered under the banner of the Boulé secret society which we call Sigma Pi Phi okay Phi or Psi that which is a psyche or that which is a psyop so all three of these women they're not only witches and warlocks, See, there's no fear in me, man of God. I right. pull punches. These women aren't witches. They hate men, they hate themselves. They're nothing more than witch lesbians who, whose intent is to destroy, not just President Trump, but to destroy the Constitution. So Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and over to they are Black boule sisters which means, my brother, they are controlled by the system because it was through John D. Rockefeller, through the Rockefeller Foundation, on the 15th of May in uh, 1915, okay, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, had given over $1 million to Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois and Dr. Henry McKay-Minton to create the Blue Lay Seeker Society. So all of these black organizations that black people think that they control, are controlled by the elite who don't look like you and I. The NAACP was created by Kanzarian Jews. I'm talking about Henry Moscovitz out of Romania, okay? I'm talking about the Spingarn brothers out of Romania, okay, who are nothing more than Kanzarian devils of the synagogue of Satan. They created the NAACP, they created the Urban League, they created CORE. The Congress of Racial Equality. They created SNCC, the Student Non-Binding Coordinating Committee. We don't own anything, okay? Because the powers who don't look like you and i are controlling our people from behind the scene and i get as i give the floor over to you i know that you are itching to ask me some questions as we're talking about the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion see this is what you made me do so i'm excited <laughs> well i'm
0: glad I'm, I'm glad I made you do it. It was it was a lot of great information. You just dropped there, this, man. Uh,
1: this is great information, and, and, and including Kobe Bryant and COVID-19. Um, the global we are in the midst of the greatest global house arresting in human history, where 3.6 billion of the 7.6 billion people are on house arrest because of a scam. Another topic for another day. Now, remember, no black black organization was founded by black people, not even the NAACP, okay? They're controlled by the Kinsarian elite, okay? Now, in my conclusion, now, remember, when I talked about this black holiday, Juneteenth, it's a fallacy. Let me tell you the reason why it's a fallacy. General Gordon Granger, okay, who was a known pedophile, Okay, according to the Oxford Dictionary of of War, okay, and we're talking about the Oxford Dictionary of War, okay, when it talks about the history of the Civil War from the 12th of April 1861 to the 9th of April in 1865. So General Gordon Granger on the 19th of June 1865 in Galveston, Texas, said a decree that all slaves were to be free slaves now not black men women children babies but slaves in other words you have to listen to the power of language in dialects and accents because there's 9,909 languages upon the face of the earth, 14,000 dialects, and over 33,000 accents. There's your number 33 for your (laughs) Muslim students. So then, back to Juneteenth, this man is looked at, Gordon Granger, as looked as a liberator for Juneteenth, that all African-Americans was to be freed from slavery in the state of Texas, but the general who had given that decree, General Gordon Granger, was not only a pedophile, but his family were slave owners. Wait a minute, I'm I'm confused now. So you got the rioters in Minneapolis giving bricks, thousands of pallets of bricks all over the country that come from the Acme Brick Company. Who owns the Acme Brick Company? 80% is owned by Warren Buffett. The other 20% of the Acme Brick Company is owned by the Morambond Group. Well, who owns the Morambond Group? The governor of the state of Illinois, Jay Prisker. And that's a sign note. Kobe Bryant's helicopter, the Sikorsky 76B. Well, that helicopter, three years prior to the death of Kobe Bryant, on during the month of January 2017, was bought by a company. Out of Van Nuys, California, that's under a multi-million dollar lawsuit from Vanessa Bryant, the widow of Kobe Bryant. This company is what is called the Island Holdings Group out of Van Nuys, California. So the Island Holdings Group traveled to Chicago during the month of January 2017 and bought the Sikorsky 76B helicopter for $517,000. From who? From the Marbon Group. Guess who owns the Marmbon Group? The governor of the state of Illinois, Jay Prisker, who, who also owns 80%, um, who also owns 20%, who also owns 20%, Of the Acme Brick Company, those thousands of pounds of bricks that the rioters are are receiving from who? From from Jay Prisker and from Warren Buffett. And I know a lot of people love Warren Buffett. He looks like Grandpa from um, Beverly Hillbillies (laughs) in this Brook Farm persona. But he's nothing but a devil, okay? is the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotions. You got me started here today. I'll right.
0: I tell, I tell you what, man. People ain't falling asleep at your, uh, at your lectures in church. In I,
1: I get all my lectures. Again, like uh, we talked about before we went live on the Air man of God, Now, I, I was on um, a radio station out of Moscow, Russia, this past Sunday, you know? And I got to go back on the same radio station this weekend. I mean, it's Poland, Czechoslovakia, Singapore, all over the world because of this Kobe Bryant thing, it's just exploded. But I just wanted to lay the foundation for you concerning um, the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. This is mind blowing information that you, your staff, and your listeners receive today. Thank you Absolutely.
0: so much. And no, thank you for coming on and, and dropping that on us. right and I'm going to tell the people right now, we are not going to be able to get to everything that the bishop laid out. So we're going to try to get to some of it. It was a lot of information there. Listen, uh, you can pause, you can rewind, you can fast forward, you can take notes and go look it all up. I suggest you do. Yes, please. I'm going to go do some of the same things. Um, If you're into any of this stuff, it's uh, going to be a good time for you. So you sit there and research and research. Now, I I, I jotted down some quick points because I knew I was going to forget them. But uh, but I got a couple, so I do want to talk to you about them. And, and uh, uh, you did talk about you know the chessboard, and it, it automatically took me back to Subligny Brzezinski and uh, the grand chessboard and the book that he wrote. And it was a lot very symbolic about what's going on. This is on a geopolitical, uh, um, right. in in geopolitical terms is what he meant it. But regardless, um, the chessboard is uh, instrumental in a lot of what we do and what we say and how we talk, right? And and the symbolism going on here. Yeah. I want to talk to you about the deep state. Take it back to the beginning. That's just point number one, right? Yes, sir. And um, the deep state crept up into the vernacular of the mainstream Mm. about, I don't know, three, four years ago maybe. Listen, uh, I've I've been around long enough to know that that wasn't a thing. People would laugh at that. They'd say, hey, the deep state, come on. Come on, the new world order, quote unquote, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it. A government within a government, right? That's ah. what the deep state is, yes. right? So, so people would say, no, there is no such thing. Now it is common knowledge that there is a deep state, mm-hmm. right? And you go to uh, turn on CNN, they talk about the deep state. Turn on MSNBC, they talk about the deep state. You turn on Fox, they also talk about the deep state. Right. And I get very skeptical when I see things uh, popping up in the mainstream media and getting pushed out there and pushed out there. Right. So what's happened here, Bishop, is that the, the deep state. I believe the deep state to be the left and the right. Right. I believe the deep state to be both. You know, that, that, that's that's how I came up in this game. And from what I've seen and what I've experienced, I can't forget um, what uh, what the right has done. And I'm not going to forget what the left has done, but somehow, it's been turned around, and the deep state is the left to everyone. right? Well, not to everyone. I'm you know I'm generalizing here, but but in a lot of people's minds, a lot of the mainstream now, they'll talk about the left, and you will hear a Hannity, or or a Tucker Carlson, talk about the deep state in terms of the left, and Alex Jones, talk about the deep state in terms of the left. Now I feel we're playing a chess game here. Mm. but half of the chess pieces are gone. It's like, why are we not talking about that? You understand? Give me, give me a little bit on what you think about the deep state, and I know you, you, you laid out uh, yes. the base for it, but why do you think they're pointing at the left in particular, just, just the left, they are the bad guys. Keep looking at them. Hillary Clinton is a piece of filth. Listen, I believe she's the B666. I've yes. said this many, <laughs> many times. Okay? I'm not a fan of Hillary Clinton. Yes, sir. All right, but, uh, but, but I am... Worried that yes. we are concentrating on mm-hmm. one side and completely ignoring another. Yes. Go ahead.
1: The structure, excellent question, um, Brother Bill, Billy. Um, when we're talking about this deep state in reference to the paradigm of manipulation in the paralysis of emotion, this two headed system, both left and right, now, from as a conservative myself, Every conservative is a Republican, but not every Republican is a conservative. When I look at John McCain, the late John McCain, I'm going to say something that a lot of people may not like because they were lovers of John McCain. John McCain was a traitor to this country. John McCain sold weapons of mass destruction, weapons on the black market to al-Qaeda and to the Taliban. So there are those even on the right, not all, but there's a certain percentage within the Republican Party that are part of the same snake as those that are on the left. And so then my analysis of the deep state is what we call a shadow government. It comes in layers of what we call the compartmentalization of darkness. So John McCain had the deciding vote before he died, whether or not that Obamacare was going to be repealed. And because he hated President Trump so much, I'm talking about John McCain, he hated President Trump because President Trump got elected, okay, I believe by the grace and by the hand of God, but John McCain was a lifelong politician, but he didn't get elected because John McCain was a part of the swamp, Brother Valentine. When I talk about the swamp, I'm talking about right and left. Okay. Absolutely. And and there are those on the right who are within the financial pockets of George Soros, as the same as those deep state devils are on the left. Okay. And so you get someone like George Soros, uh, well, one, the former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, he's a traitor. Paul Ryan, along with John McCain, are traitors, enemies combatants to the state. Uh, to this, when I call it the state not the deep state, but to the state of the United States of America. Now, from a biblical standpoint, going back into biblical history in First uh, Samuel, God did not want Israel to become a democratic nation. Allow me to explain in in fulfillment to your question. Before uh, Saul came on the scene, and then David and Solomon. Israel was a theocratic nation, so the term theocrat or theocratic means God rules, not a particular party from the right and not a particular party from the left. So the term theocracy was also the foundation from the framers of the constitution, the declaration of independence, not dependence, black people, in the Bill of Rights. So The United States of America was never created to be a democracy. This is where we get the Greek term Democ, capital D-E-M-O-C, which means demon. So the term uh, Democrat comes from that acronym um, Greek term, Democ, demon up for the people and by the people, but the term Republican comes from that Greek acronym, Republic or Repub, capital R-E-P-U-B, which means the state. So God never intended, uh, not just for the church, but also for the United States to be a democratic or a republic nation. God created the United States to be a Christian republic built upon God, whose name is the Lord Jesus Christ. But because of the deaths of JFK, okay, and the deaths of great patriots, now you and I, and this is a powerful question you just asked, what is the deep state? To me, the deep state are the creators of a second constitution. There's two constitutions. The first one was from 1776 that was ratified five years later in 1781 which made the United States to become the United States for America. 95 years later, from 1776 to 1871, through the backing and the pressure of the Vatican, through Pope Pius IX, putting pressure on President Ulysses S. Grant in 1871 with the financial backing of the Vatican to put pressure on President Ulysses S. Grant to create a second constitution that will force the United States to become a corporation. So we're now called the United States not of America, but the United States not for America, but the United States of America. Somebody said, well, Bishop, what makes the difference? That's a huge difference according to your question, the deep state. So we began as the United States for America, the first constitution. 1776 ratified in 1781 and then 95 years later from 1776 to 1871 then we become the united states not for america but of america all in capital letters we have become a corporate state which gave birth to the deep state even when you and i were born we were born with a birth certificate that came from the Vatican system, going back to 1302, through Pope Boniface VIII, when he said that every soul belongs to the Vatican. So the Vatican, who were the creators of the first state in actuality, um, the fall of Lucifer, um, prior to Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, uh, Lucifer, or Lucifer, His fall uh, produced the first deep state. That's another topic for another day. But the second constitution, which has forced us, Brother Billy, to become a corporation. Now, through COVID-19, these devils are trying to destroy President Trump because he's making America great again by taking us back to the first constitution to be not a democratic nation like the second constitution, but to be a Christian republic. We are not a Muslim nation. We are not a Hindu nation or a Shinto nation or an atheist nation. We are a Christian nation built upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because of that, we were never created nor designed to be a deep state—something that is hidden, something that is occultic. And I believe President Trump is going to bring us back to the original Constitution, that will eventually destroy what you and I call the deep state. Oh, this—that was a heavy question, man.
0: <laughs> and it's going to keep getting heavier. Just based on that question, right? Like, and and I, there's so many things I. Listen, I got to have you back. There's so many things I want to talk to you about. You know that that um I don't want to make this all about Donald Trump, but it's going there. So we will talk about him, we will. Yes. You know, but you you drop so many different things and and I do want to talk about black black lives matter. Either yes. way, this all leads into Donald Trump because just like you get a lot of crap from uh, from the African American and I know yeah. you say don't call him African, and, and we're gonna, for lack of a better term, that's what I'm using, okay? So correct yeah. me and say what you want to say about it. But um, you, you get what I'm saying. You get a lot of crap from, from that audience because of what you say and how you say it. I get crap from yeah. the alternative media for beating up on Trump, and I do that quite regularly. You're, <laughs> you're the assassin. I, I, I'm a... I'm a what, what am I? I'm the shogun's uh, decapitator. That's what I do, you know what I yes, mean? Sir. So So we, we will talk about them, but, but one of the things I do yes. want to talk about that I think you're absolutely right about is the colonization of a mind and how, how our minds have been colonized, meaning, I mean, not only, I mean, everybody's mind has been co- white, black, Latino, all yes. of them have been colonized to the point that we got white people kneeling on the street out of guilt. You know when 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 I'm sure you've seen if you haven't there's a video that has gone around with a quote unquote Black Lives Matter person whom I don't know if it is or isn't, but it got they got some white lady God bless her to kneel, you know, out of guilt, because because of all this stuff. So the 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 minds of minorities like you and like me have been colonized for a long time, and hyper radicalized in my opinion. To feel and think particular things you call it um you say it's genetic that it could be genetic you know because of the epigenetics the epigenetic. there's not that's
1: right there's an argument to be made for that compromise because of trauma absolutely right
0: there's an argument to be made for that yes. you know but uh, but also uh, the media and um you know hollywood they play their role you know, they play their role in this, in, in colonizing our minds and making us think particular things. I think it plays right into the division of things. You know, I, I think the hyper-radical... Right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to take up all the time. But the
1: term, when you say the term, I don't look at myself as a minority.
0: Right, for lack of a better term. just This
1: is where the media comes into play. Now, look at the term media it comes from a greek original word what i call the um or the originations of a greek word medium which means a witch so media medium witch. so the media is one of the most powerful tools of manipulation in america and around the world they can make the victim Look like the victimizer, and the victimizer to become the victim. This is called not just Gestalt theory. This is called Stockholm syndrome. Now, let me tell white people: you don't need to be kneeling to nobody but Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Reason why? There's a 1912 book which is banned here in the United States. Okay, Um, it's called a racial program the 20th century a racial program for the um, for the 20th century by israel cohen who was a 33 and one half degree uh mason of the yorkshire right and he was also a part of the fabian society he said that the goal of the global luciferian deep state was to use hollywood because um, the holly one of a witch medium is made out of holly wood. So, when we talk about manipulation, which is witchcraft, so the crack news network, CNN, <laughs> NBC, CNBC, MSNBC, okay, uh, CBC, the BBC, all of these B's and all of these C's, it is a part of the global medium outlet of manipulation to create white guilt upon white people who had nothing to do with the slave trade let me tell you something this is going to blow and this is the reason why i'm not loved by black america i don't care because i'm a contract killer white people did not create the ku klux klan hear me white people white people did not create the KKK. In 1865 in Pulaski, Tennessee, a Rothschild agent, an attorney named Judith Philip Benjamin, was given over $300,000 by the Rothschild dynasty out of Great Britain to create a new secret society out from the annals of the Knights of the Golden Circle, which is called Ku Klux Klan. So, Kazarian Jews created the KKK. It wasn't white people. Now, somebody's going to say, well, Bishop, it was Nathan Bedford Florence and it was Albert Pike. But Albert Pike and Nathan Bedford Forrest were put in charge to be the face of the clan in order to hide the synagogue of Satan behind them. Wow. So white people stop kneeling before black people. Please, the yes. only person you must kneel to is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Stop kneeling. You done nothing wrong. 95% of the slave owners in the South were not white people. But If you leave it up to Hollywood, Hollywood, made out of Hollywood, they would tell you through roots, through Mississippi burning, it was white people who are the devil. It's white people that killed us. And now people tell people, stop. That's a psyop. So that's come, that comes from Israel Cohen's racial program for the 20th century in 1912. And there's going to be people on Wikipedia, which is from the left-wing Democratic Party. Oh, this is anti semitic No, it's truth. <laughs> Jews who created the NAACP, Snick, the Urban League, are also, not all Jewish people, but these Kanzarian Devils, they are controlling the narrative of Hollywood to let you and I know that you are a minority, that you are an African. What the term Africa came from Scipio Africanus, from one of the most powerful Roman families in during the Roman empire, the Africanus family, who were practitioners of spirit cooking, child trafficking and child sacrifice. But you got black people saying, I'm an African American. We don't know who we are. We had been lied to, Brother Billy. Right, We've right, been right. lied to for the past 500 years, and my assignment is a global assignment, okay? It's not a hustle. It is a global assignment to awaken the red pillars. My job is to red pill the red pillars, to open their minds, to let them know why people had nothing to do with slavery. It was Canzarian Jews, who had bankrolled the slave trade through the what i call the nine nights of the round table you got 13 illuminati families but nine of them were complicit in the global atlantic slave trade white people was just used as the field formants. that's it but if you leave it up to hollywood okay that has produced the holy one of witchcraft and manipulation. They'll tell you white people are the devil. No, and so if that's the case, there's some black devils. There's some Latino devils. Absolutely. It's all a lie. This is yeah. the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. Go ahead, my brother.
0: We agree. We agree one hundred percent on that. We do. Yeah. Um, I want to yeah. ask you a few more things. We're gonna we're gonna get into Trump. Time is limited. Um, So many things. Incredible. First Woo-hoo! off, you're incredibly entertaining, brother.
1: <laughs> entertaining? I've never heard of that before. Or yeah. maybe. <laughs> I, I you know, well, I, can I, and not to contradict what you said. What's up? I'm not an entertainer. You're I'm, not. I'm a teacher. I'm you, a teacher. A teacher dogs, can be entertaining. Well,
0: that's not, the best I, type of well, teacher. You fall asleep. I, I, I'm currently going I, to sleep right charisma.
1: now. I yeah. have charisma. You're
0: a very charismatic I, I guy. guy.
1: Yes, that's it. I, I don't hey. like to use the word entertain. um you know those on the plantation do that um in the NBA, the nfl the national (laughs) hockey league that's the plantation that's not me i am not a slave i'm not saying that you're saying that i I
0: got you i got i got you no 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 uh, i'm an
1: academic i'm a teacher so right 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 this donald president trump it wants to put america first there's nothing wrong with that because Brother really, we give more money to the World Health Organization, to the United Nations, to the International Monetary Fund, more than any nation combined. And what are we getting out of it? So President Trump is going to take America out of the UN. They don't need to be here in New York City anyway. We're going to, going, he's going to take us out of the International Monetary Fund and the European Union in the World Health Organization Why? because these organizations have been blood sucking the United States financially for decades and that day is over with
0: All right we'll we'll, we'll talk about Mr. Trump in just a sec um yes I I want, I want to go back to um to uh Africanis um yes. now I was looking up a little bit about this and um there's there's conflicting stories listen I I will subscribe to the fact that not only do black people don't know where they come from. Right. But Latinos don't know where we come from. White people don't know where they come from. I think we are a species with amnesia, quite frankly. That's just my take on it. But um, right? didn't uh, Spiro get the term Africanus after he came back from Africa to Rome? Because that's the way it's no, paid. It because it. It, it was given, yeah. he was given a, a like a, it was like a title or, or almost like a reward for coming back to Rome um, after Africa. Well, the term spirit was the title.
1: Yeah, I, the I, I thought yeah, Africanus that, was the title. True. At least that's, that's
0: the way it's painted in the mainstream.
1: Go ahead. Th- this is what black scholars are saying. Mm-hmm. They don't believe. See, this is the reason why. Not you. This it's is fine. What it's fine. scholars are saying. They yeah. are saying, oh, that's not true, Bishop, because uh, Scipio Africanus was given that name after his conquest. No. Right. When you study the military history and the science of the Roman Empire, every country that they conquered, that the name of that country was extracted, and that country was given the name by the general who had conquered it. So the 80% of the names of African continents are named after families within the Roman Empire. Mm. So Scipio Africanus, who was born into the Africanus family, his name was not changed to Africanus. His name was that. And if his name was changed after he conquered, which he did not, because he was born with the last name Africanus, but even if that argument was true, Black people are still carrying a name of a white family that had conquered them. Just like when, during the story of Willie Lynch, there's a lot of black scholars that say well, Willie Lynch, that was a fallacy. See, this is the reason why it's my job to awaken them because they're still in this matrix mindset, okay? They know what they are, but they don't know who they are. So, Scipio Africanus, his name did not change, okay, when he conquered Hannibal. Carthage, which is present-day Libya in the entire African continent, was changed from Alkebulan, capital A-L-K-E-B-U-L-U-N, which means the Garden of Eden, was changed from Alkebulan to Africanus, which is Africa today. So, to, to answer your question, the origin of our continent was not called Africa. We
0: agree on that. <laughs> What's that? I said we agree on that. We yeah, I see, absolutely so agree. So with my my thing
1: is, but there's a lot—not you—but there's a fallacy out there saying, "Well, uh, he, uh, Scipio Africanus, was given that name by the Roman. No, that's not even true. And so, when you talk about Scipio, the term Scipio uh, is a Roman term meaning to deceive. Okay, it also means a serpent, Afri Canis, okay? So the term Africanus means a part of the Roman Empire. So we have a generation of billions of black people around the world who have decided to name themselves after the name of their conqueror. That I don't understand. How can so few Non-black people rue so many black people. This is the sign up of, of the manipula of, of the paradigm of manipulation and the paralysis of emotion. So his name, Scipio Africanus, was his birth name. Just like Europe. Do you know Europe was named after a woman of color, Europa. Europa, right? Right. And so she was enslaved during the time of Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates. So, this is such mind blowing information. So, to answer your question, no. Scipio Africanus was born into the Africanus family. Okay. He had a brother named Asiaticus Scipio Africanus. And the term Asiaticus gave birth to the word Asia. So, Asia is named after Asiaticus, the brother of Scipio Africanus from where we get the term Africa. We, this is a global enslavement psyop of history that we had to break from because this has been, again, my brother, the paradigm of this manipulation and the paralysis of emotion.
0: Now, so we can definitely agree that Africa most likely, in your view, definitely, yes. in my view, most likely is not the name, of the, 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 the name of that continent. It's just like uh, Egypt and Kemet, right? It's, Egypt, Kemet, that's it. Exactly. That's it. So, so I get it. I, I get where you're coming from. As right. far as where the name came from, it's debated. It's heavily debated where Africa came from. So I'm not sure. Uh, but, but thank you for clarifying that because I will go back and uh, study Please that do. and try to figure it out. Right. Absolutely. Um, so um, like Kemet, that's another thing, right? Everybody thinks Egypt and, and then they say, well, the Greeks uh, create oh, yeah. as a result, because it's yeah. a Greek name and all this other stuff, it's it's wrong. It's, it's a, it's ancient comet. Um, but, but I, I wanted to talk to you a, a, about that. And I wanted to talk to you about how we've been hyper radicalized. Let's, um, let's merge over to Mr. Trump real quick in the interest of time. And it's the yeah. same thing here, right? Cause we're talking about division, right? We're talking about division and right. you and I now, now Bishop, am I, am I talking out of turn? Are you, you're a Christian man. I, I'm a Christian man. Yes. Right. Fine. So, so you, you yes. and I are Christian men, you know, um, and you do what you do. And I can't wait to, to attend to one of your services, man. It's going to be great because I'm going to be I, wide awake the entire time. Yes. It's going to be awesome. Um, but Mr. Trump, we don't see eye to eye on him, you know, and uh, I think Donald Trump is an agent of division. I think Donald Trump steers that pot. Let's let's give look an at, example. Give an I will, example. I will. I will. I will, I will, I will. Let's yeah. let's look at. Let's. Well, I mean, we can go to his Twitter page and get the examples. He's he's very insulting, you know, and he'll piss people off, you know. And, and, and you you made reference to a couple of things, and and these aren't the best examples, but I'll I'll get to some in a second. But right. you made reference to some of the names that he called like Sleepy Joe Biden. And uh, uh, what is it? Creepy. I don't know. Hillary Clinton, locker up. What was yeah. her name?
1: What was Hillary's name? Kill, uh, Hillary Clinton. And Yeah.
0: You know, he has a, a bunch of nicknames for everyone. These are insulting. They're derogatory, and they trigger the other
1: side. They trigger, That's purposely done, right? And, 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 it is, and, yeah, and, 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 and so Trump's a genius. Let, let, let me get ahead.
0: this out. Let me get this out, and then you can then you have it all you right, want. Right. I think it is pur- purposely done. And what, that's, what that is doing is dividing the country. And I feel, with the election of Donald Trump, and I, I wanna know if you've ever heard of Cambridge Analytica. Yes, you know because, because, uh, because, you know, I, I don't think that Donald Trump was elected, through well, everything happens because of God. But I don't think Donald Trump was elected through the grace of God. I think Donald Trump was elected because of Cambridge Analytica, personally, and Steve Bannon, you know, and, and, and the 5,000 data points on every American right? And then they gave him drain the swamp. And then they gave him build a wall and he used it and ran with it and told people what to do. He's a very charismatic guy, Mr. Donald Trump. He'll stand up in front of a podium and start spitting out words and bring people in like a professional wrestler would, like a very skilled promo, like The Rock, like Dwayne Johnson. That's what what Donald Trump does better than anything. And I can't take it away, but he divides at the same time, and like you said, I think he's doing it on purpose. You and I may think he's uh, there are different reasons for him doing it on purpose, and I'm going to let you have the floor on it. But um, let's look at this. He he he's calling Antifa a terrorist organization, and they may as well, they, they may very well be, man. You know, and uh, and uh, I'm not going to go ahead and deny the connections with with George Soros, and I'm not, you know, and, and Black Lives Matter. All of these are here to divide. All of them. All of them. How come we're not hearing about the boogaloo movement, man? They're right outside the Trump rally. Very recently, he says nothing. What happened to Duncan, Ke- Duncan Limp, Right? Duncan Limp was shot and killed in his bed by cops. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage, right? Bla- you know, black people, us, right. lose our minds. Right. Oh, my God, they killed this guy. He might be a criminal. He might not. It don't matter. What happened to this dude, Rashad Brooks, a shot back at one of these cops with a with a after he resisted arrest and stole. Uh, what is it? A taser gun. You know, and people are still losing their mind about it. This guy Lemp was killed in his bed, according mm-hmm. to his family. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody freaking knows about it. Nope. Why are they amping up? The, 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 the Africans, the, the blacks, I'm sorry, the black, the, what, 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 how would you call it? I, I don't want to continue to insult I, you.
1: I, you know what? I just say Americans. I, I'm an American. Why, I, don't why would, it, I don't look at myself. but, there, I, I but there's, a
0: certain, there's a certain section of America that they're pissing off on purpose. And, they're, and they're, not, they're not triggering the other side. They're not bringing up. Why didn't we go to war for Duncan Lemp? Why didn't we riot for him because he was a white guy and the media didn't put it out there? Why is, that? why is that? And why does Donald Trump continue to attack the left as if they're the deep state while filling his cabinet with the swamp on several different, I mean, on so many different occasions? And then he invaded Venezuela. And, and during the, um, the State of the Union address, mm-hmm. he stood there and said that Juan Guaido <laughs> was uh, uh, the democratically elected, the, the rightful, I'm sorry, the rightful uh, leader of Venezuela. When that is a bunch of bull crap, the guy's CIA, I think you and I can both agree on that. Maybe not, maybe we don't agree on that. But Donald, Tr- Donald Trump stood up there and said it and solidified. He also said he wanted to go into Venezuela to get their oil. That is not righteous in my opinion. I can't co-sign that. And but before, we'll, we'll, we'll stop there and I'll, I'll, I'll let you get the floor. And then I'm going to talk about some of the more heavy accusations on Donald Trump. Go ahead.
1: Well, let's let's unpack this one section at a time. Cambridge Analytics is the creation through the British MI6. Right. Okay? Um, and so through um, the British MI6, you had uh, uh, Cambridge Analytics is a creation of from a man by the name of Dr. Alistair Carmichael uh, Mac Wilson, who was high up in within British MI6. Cambridge Analytics is a legal entity. President Trump did not commit a crime. When I look at President Barack Obama, when he used this uh, entity called Acorn with the C back in 2008, which just they're just like many of these left wing political think tanks like ActBlue. ActBlue is a conduit, it's a shell company that was created by George Soros to funnel millions of dollars to Black left-wing organizations. Okay, Uh, so then Cambridge analytics and it takes intelligence, especially knowing the psychology of your voter. There's nothing wrong with that. President Trump through Cambridge analytics and connection uh, to this powerful organization Okay, that was founded by uh, Dr. Lester McWilson. Did not commit a crime. So President Trump, using Cambridge Analytics, okay, along with Steve Bannon, to um, recruit a new type of, of voter with the type of mindset that reflected the values of the Republican Party. There's nothing wrong with it. Now getting to Um, Barack Obama using acorn. They Barack Obama was so corrupt that they were using names of dead people, horses and pigs and cows, I kid you not, and dogs to get to garner votes. So President Trump is not a racist. President Trump is not even a politician. President Trump understood the spiritual in the political pulse that represents the anger of Americans toward the elite on the left. So the elite looks at you and I as a piece of garbage. They look at you and I as a minority. We're not a minority because 75% of the world is people of color. We are the majority. That's number, that's number two. So number one, Cambridge Analytics is a legal entity, even though it's controlled by British MI6, okay? And you have Dr. Alistair McWilson and and Steve Bannon, and uh, and of course, um, by the Koch brothers who had, you know, know, subsidized that um, organization with millions of dollars. Then you have President Trump throughout the campaign. He doesn't have a great bedside manner. He speaks off the cuff. But you know what, Brother Billing? I love Donald Trump because he speaks his mind. He's not, he doesn't read from a teleprompter. He's not a politician. He does not, he's not afraid to offend pe- He offends everyone because when he's speaking, is truth. When he said, and not th- I'm going to come back to Cambridge Analytics because that's, that's, a, that's a powerful um, go-between. So... When President Trump was talking about Baltimore being a rat hole, it is. Baltimore, Detroit, Detroit was so bad, <laughs> ran by black people who don't know what they're doing. Left wing Democrat, okay, then we're crying racism all these years, all these decades. then we they're given power, then they drive. Chicago and Cleveland and Los Angeles and St. Louis into the ground. Why? Because these black folk, these, I'm not going to call them Negroes, these (laughs) black folk on the left have destroyed these cities and they want to turn around and blame Trump and systemic racism. No, Detroit was so bad a few years ago that they have had to file chapter 9 and 11 bankruptcy And the state of Michigan, out of Lansing, had to take over the city. Why? Because of black folk. Okay? So, President Trump, speaking truth to power, speaking off the cuff, he talks about everyone. Okay? Now, why is it now that you got people like Colin Kaepernick and all these NFL players? Okay? And these NFL players who are part of the Boulevard Sicker Society, including NBA players, including, um, you know, Black players, baseball players, a few that are left within Major League Baseball, they represent a part of life that has nothing to do with you and I, the masses of Black and Latino people. They don't care about us. Why? Because they are a part of a boule secret society. But they want you and I, I to think that Trump is this racist. This is what we call the Gestalt Theory. Now, let me ask you a question. If Derek Shaven was Black, okay? And George Floyd was white, would we have the reaction that we're having now? No. no. Because black people, through epigenetic effect, have in their genes compromised because of trauma. And there's another term called proximal abandonment. That means we have a generation of black, Latino, and white kids grown up without a father or grown up. With a father and a mother, though the parents were there physically, but emotionally, they were absent. That's called proximal abandonment. That's why you had the rioters, okay? Because they're being used, okay? This has nothing to do with Trump. Before COVID-6, we were experiencing the greatest financial gain in American history. And let me tell you something. President Trump's going to be reelected. There's no way.
0: There's well, hands no- down. No. We'll get into that.
1: It, it, there's no way, brother Billy that that someone like um, Joe Biden who sleepy, creepy sniff and yes, <laughs> because that's what he is. People accused me uh, of being the racist against white people. Excuse me, my great my mother got worse so she was white. When I say about Dr. Luther Tony Midget, fauci, this has nothing to do with small people. Well, I call him legit <laughs> because there's a demon in him. Like Dr. Deborah 3000 skirts bars. Okay. Right. Uh, the devils. Okay, go ahead.
0: So you got no, me, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're good. I you. love it, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> this
1: is great. I love this dialogue, man.
0: so are so a tech, great host, man. Ah, man. I appreciate the, the compliment. It means a lot coming from you. You've been around. So thank you very much. Uh,
1: thank you, sir.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, you're welcome. So, you know. It's funny because, right, like, uh, we, so many things. Cambridge Analytica, right? um, Trump didn't use Cambridge Analytica. Uh, Steve Bannon used Trump (laughs) in Cambridge Analytica. Initially, they wanted Ted Cruz. Uh, uh, That's what they wanted to do. And uh, Ted Cruz uh, backed off uh, for whatever reason. I don't think it would have worked with Ted Cruz anyway, because he's not half as charismatic as Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the right guy. And yeah. Steve Bannon brought him in. So, I mean, uh, I don't want to give Trump the credit for, for having the pulse, you know, on, on uh, the American society when I feel like it was Steve Bannon that brought him in and they analyzed whatever they had gotten and used it, right? I'm just saying, from my point of view, uh, Donald mm-hmm. Trump was uh, prepped and equipped and primed and they told him, go out there and say these things. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he did it effectively. And it got them elected because, well, they knew what America was thinking through Cambridge Analytica, you know, mm-hmm. for one. Um, two, we spoke about, um, and I, I lost what, I, I want to let you get back on that. So please keep me honest. But we spoke about, um, you know, Africans calling themselves African-Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Or Africans in general and you know, how we're losing mm-hmm. our, we've lost our our identity. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I know why I, I want to say this because. It's it, no one would do anything if the roles were flipped into George Floyd situation. That's
1: what I want to talk about.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. So, yeah. so no one would do anything. Uh, no. I agree with you one hundred percent. It's because our minds have been hyper radicalized. We're, we're being yeah. right. We're being manipulated here. You're there, yeah. You there? I'm sorry. My, my internet connection just went. Did you Did you catch me? Are you there?
1: Yes, sir. Be- yes, sir. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. So we we're, we're being manipulated on every side. So if, if, if a police officer takes um, uh, that type of action against anyone, white, black, Hispanic, we should all be up in arms because the police is wrong. Now it's not, it's not a racist thing. That police officer is wrong for whatever reason. Well, he may or may not be depending on the situation. We need to analyze the situation. Right. So regardless of that, that's why we've been hyper radicalized and, and we're, we speak foreign tongues. English is not our natural language. No. You know, no. We, we don't know who we are. We, in, we call ourselves here in New York Spanish people, which couldn't be any more wrong than it already is. Right. You know, but, but, but that's what people think. The, the Latinos, they call themselves Spanish people. We're Spanish because mm. we speak Spanish. You know, and, right. and you're here from New York, so you know the deal. You, you know what it is. So we've lost our, our identity a long time ago, and we've been hyper-radicalized. To feel a particular way against the other side in order to divide. And now I feel what's going on is the hyper radicalization of blacks and Latinos has given rise to the alt right as a reaction. Everything there's a reaction there. So we have things like um, the Boogaloo movement, or just the alt right in general with this idiot Richard Spencer. I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm not a fan of his. Or or now we have this other. this other organization that popped up, um, the, the Order of the Nine Angles. It's a, it's a, it's a Luciferian organization, Hit, uh, right. Hitlerian occultist organization, which is crazy, you know? And so it's given rise to all of this in order to spark this civil war. Yeah. Go ahead, and, go ahead. and, we get and back, we'll get back into the back in a second. Go this
1: is interesting. I love dialogue. This is great, and this is what, um, you know, I, I do on a lot of shows, and including with my friend and brother, uh, Richie Allen from London, England. I love it. Um, so then, when we look at Donald, Donald Trump is a type of a president we never had before. Um, he doesn't kiss anyone's behind.
0: Oh, we can agree there.
1: We have a man in the, in the White House. We have a man that's going to, and I want to say something, uh, Brother Valentine, and I'm so glad that you invited me to be on your PowerPoint show. What I'm about to say is prophetic, and I've been saying this for the past three weeks. Antifa and Black Lives Matter will be destroyed. Let me say it again. Antifa, I hope you're watching. Black Lives Matter, I hope you're watching you will be destroyed like the original Black Panther Party. We, the American people, we're not going to allow you to destroy property. We're not going to allow you to beat up and kill people in the name of liberation. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Now, Black Lives Matter had a great beginning, exposing police corruption. I don't have a problem with that. We have to root out police corruption. I am a supporter of the men and women in blue. I believe that all lives matter. Right. Matter of significance. Not a piece of a property. Agreed. But they have significance. In other words, they have value. Okay? But 99.9% of the cops, which are great men and women who are patriots, agreed. they're being painted because of the bad apples of the 1%. So the death. Of a black person or any person by a cop is not always because of racism. Some of it is, some is not. Okay. You have to judge every case, Brother Billy, according to its merit. So, why did George Floyd be taken out? I have a source in the Minneapolis Police Department. Now, as a side note, I have a relative who is a cop. I have not spoken to him in years, so it's not him, okay? It's another cop that i know who's a pastor he said to me um a week ago he said bishop george floyd god rest his soul he wasn't taken out because he was black he was taken out because george floyd was owed drug money by the minneapolis police department through derek shaven because derek shaven and george floyd worked with each other at the El Novo Rodeo nightclub, whose owner was a Dominican, is a Dominican woman by the name of Maya Santa Maria. That term Santa Maria is also rooted in the term Santa Maria. I'm not talking about Latino. I'm talking about this woman. So her club was rated five times because of drug trafficking. The past two years, three of those times it was rated by the FBI. So then Derek Shaven and George Floyd were drug runners. I know black people don't want to hear that. That's why, one of the reasons why George Floyd was taken out, because he was going to expose not just Derek Shaven and those three other cops, but the entire apparatus of the Minneapolis Police Department. Now, was every cop in on the tape? No, but a great percentage. That's why a lot of them cops are quitting brother the billing because they know the hammer's coming down by Trump. Number two, the second reason why that George Floyd uh, was killed and I'm glad we're having this conversation. You're a great host man, Thank uh, you. was because remember in December of 2019, the FBI, through the Department of Homeland Security, confiscated nearly one million dollars worth of counterfeit money at the port of Minneapolis. That money came out of China. The same country that unleashed COVID 19. So, the t- entire apparatus of the Minneapolis State Police Department, not every cop was on the tape with drugs, and not every cop was on the tape of trafficking, not just drugs, but counterfeit money. But George Floyd, who was arrested on the pretext because of a counterfeit $20 bill. Through my contact, that serial number on the $20 bill matched the serial numbers that was confiscated back in December 2019 at the Port of Minneapolis. What did George Floyd know that got him taken out? He Mm -hmm. was six foot six and a half, but his coffin was six foot one. How does a man shrink like that? See, it's This was a manufactured crisis, had nothing to do with race. Brother Billy, this is what we call problem reaction solution. Where the deep state creates the catastrophe. They create the psyop of black and white, white and black. They create and manufacture a crisis. They know black people are going to react. Because we never dealt with the pain or the trauma of our past, so we just give in to this manufactured racism, and we go and destroy property. And six months later, and say, "Where's our story? You burned it down." <laughs> so, problem reaction solution: the deep state creates a manufactured crisis that solicits a emotional response because of epigenetic that because we've been compromised because of pain, and we never sought the Lord because of that. So we react by destroying property, which will force the deep state to give a solution that they already had, Brother Billy, before they manufactured the crisis. It is a game that my God has anointed me to expose, and I'm sick and tired of black and latino people reacting in such a way but not knowing the content of the case had nothing to do with racism it had everything to do with drug trafficking and distribution and the trafficking and distribution of counterfeit money and and as a side note that counterfeit money did not hit the press until the 27th of January 2020. That was the day after the assassination of Kobe Bryant. Wow. Wow. Kobe Bryant's wife knew, including Kobe Bryant, when he played for the Los Angeles Lakers, they used to travel to Minneapolis once a year to play against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They used to frequent that club. I'm not saying Maya Maria had anything to do with Kobe Bryant's death or the death of George Floyd. But she said, I didn't know that George Floyd knew Derek Chavez, and she's lying because she employed them both. You see? So as a historian, it's my job to connect the dots, my brother, so that your people can come up with the proper conclusion. It's heavy.
0: It is. It is heavy. Um, There's a lot there. like I said, we're not going to be able to get to it. I just want to hit Trump one more time, and then we're up and out of here. I'm going to let, uh, yes. let everybody know um, where they can find you and the whole deal, okay? But uh, let's get to this real quick. So yes. uh, uh, on top of, you know, the, I feel Trump is manufactured. I feel that uh, he has been put in power in order to divide, and that has happened. Regardless of uh, which stance you take on Donald Trump, the country is divided. You know, Give me um, an
1: example of how you know that he was put in power. Give me an um, example.
0: Well, Cambridge Analytica, for one. I mean, They it, didn't put him in power. I feel like they, they did. They, they I mean, we're going to have to disagree tools. on that.
1: Let mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. They gave him the tools that they've given every other politician, including Obama, mm-hmm. and the Clintons. No one talks about the fake dossier, okay, through Christopher Steele, a former MI6 agent. Christopher Steele was employed by the Clintons and by Fusion GPS, which was the same building that Fusion GPS was in, was also the building that the brother of Christine Blasey Ford, who she claimed was raped by Brett Kavanaugh. So her brother, Ralph Blasey Ford III, was an attorney for G- uh, Fusion GPS. No one talks oh about God. that. You know? So I... I, I respectfully disagree uh, with you absolutely they, which NLA's put him in power. God put that man in power. Okay. That's my that's my spiritual perspective. Go right here. That's
0: ahead. great. No 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 problem. No problem. And I respect that. I, I absolutely do. And, and I feel bottom line, God does everything. So if God ultimately God put him in power. We may yes, think sir. he put him in power for different reasons. You may think for one thing, I may think for another. Yes, um sir. so Cambridge Analytica was instrumental in getting him there regardless. They armed him with what he needed they, he was running against the, the worst candidate in political exactly. history. I mean, come I on. She was a robot. And the, the same thing is happening again. Again in November. This guy is a gimme. He, every time I think about it, and you were right, you, you said Donald Trump is going to get reelected 100%. Yes, sir. I think, right? Yes, sir. And, um, uh, and, and, and we'll come back, Lord willing, four years from now and have this conversation again and see where we end up. Lord willing, let's, let's make that happen. But yes. check this out, right? They put him up against Joe Biden. And every time I think about it, I think about, um, I mm. think it was Rocky III. You re- did, did you follow the Rocky yeah. movies? Yeah. yeah, yes sir. You know, they were getting ready to fight Mr. T, Cleber Lang. And he's a killer, Cleber Lang is a killer. Yes. And, and, uh, but, um, but Rocky thinks he can do it. He's like, I'm good. And That's he's right. like, no, you haven't <laughs> fought anyone, Rock. You know, <laughs> he's like, you ain't fight nobody. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, they were good fighters, but they weren't a killer like this guy. You know, and what what they did was they're they're serving up gimmies here. Yeah, if yeah. if the Democratic Party was serious about taking Donald Trump out of office, they could have done it, but they're not. First of all, they yeah. fell back on on on, uh, on uh, Bernie Sanders. Not that I'm a fan, right? But if right. anybody could have done it, it would have been Bernie. And then Bernie bent a knee to Hillary Clinton, even though he knew that, yep. um, that yeah, that they stole it from him and he did it again. He, I mean, this, he he's an establishment is. guy. It is what it is, yes. right? So, but, but he had a shot. He had a shot. If they were serious about this, they yeah. could have pulled Michelle Obama out and that would have been a problem. That would have been a problem, but there's no problem right now because Joe Biden is a gimme. He is a gimme. <laughs> so he, he's going to move forward and, and win the presidency yet again.
1: And think about it, when he was running, and I have to cut you off, brother. Come on. During the campaign, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden's campaign was on life support. Right. When little mini midget Mike Bloomberg entered the race, and Mike Bloomberg is is a devil. He's a sellout.
0: Oh, he's no good.
1: He tried to buy the Oval Office. But I, I agree with you. Bernie, see Bernie Sanders, again, he, we are not going to vote for a communist. I'm sorry. We are not <laughs> going to vote for a socialist. Right. Okay? right. Now, think about this. You got uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a bartender, OK, <laughs> who wants to set policy through the Green New Deal. The Green New Deal, not to get from the premise of what you're talking about with President Trump, the Green New Deal will bankrupt this country, okay? But they're using Ms. Cortez as that chess piece, as that palm, the head of the horse, in order to maneuver against Trump. They don't care about her or Miss Omar from Minneapolis, who married her brother, to, to get into this country. See, these are devils you're dealing with. These people don't care about you and I, Brother Valentine. It's about power. Okay, look at Hillary Clinton. She doesn't She's the one that took out Seth Rich. She did that. And she was instrumental in taking out Kobe Bryant. Okay? When I come back, we're talking about, this is all, these people are demonic. It's all about power at any cost, okay? And and like you said, if, if the Democratic Party was serious, they would have got Bernie Sanders or he wouldn't have won anyway, but or Michelle Obama, but they get Uncle Joe, who needs to sit down and take his axe and retire, <laughs> okay? Because he, he's... And they want, I'm telling you, sources here on the left, okay, here in New York City are saying that they don't want um, Trump to debate, but he will eviscerate. We'll
0: destroy him. There's eviscer-
1: no no competition. brother Billy. He will destroy him. Okay, so President Trump will be reelected, and probably the one of the biggest landslides in U.S. presidential history, God willing. Okay, and uh, and and all of these people who were behind COVID-19, they got to go to jail, like Lola Tony midget Fauci. And Dr. Deborah, five thousand scars, they are all deafs. Go ahead, brother. You got <laughs> me excited. <laughs> you got yeah, me excited. That, that, so that, thats
0: the thing. Like, they—they got to go to jail. You know, and and yes. when Trump ran, initially, and you know, you know exactly where I'm going. I, I know you see it in your eyes. When, <laughs> when Trump, when Trump ran, you know, lock her up, lock her lock, up. Yes. Lock her up, and then he gets elected, and what does he say? The Clintons are good people. Mm. We're not going to do anything. They're good. People, Julian Assange. I love Julian Assange. I love, y'all love Julian Assange. No, I, I do. I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Mr. Trump. I love Julian Assange, is what he said.
1: I, I personally love I, that. I think the CIA yes. should hire him. <laughs> hey, you know, wherever we
0: stand on Julian, but I'm, I'm saying, Mr. Trump, I love, I love WikiLeaks. I love him, is what he oh, said. Yeah. He For says, sure. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. And uh, then <laughs> I, I, I don't know who he is. Who's Julian Assange? I have no idea. When, hey. when, when Julian Assange was taken from the Ecuadorian embassy. Yes. Who, who is this guy? I, I don't know who he is. It's not what I do. It's not my thing. Right. You know, that's disingenuous. Right. You know, you know who he is. Say who he is. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But let me circle back. Right. Yes, sir. If the Democrats were really serious. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got one more. I got one more before we get to that. <laughs> right.
1: I knew it. So the
0: whole the whole Russian issue here. Yeah. You know, it's bullcrap. I think it's bullcrap. Right, I yes. think it was all nonsense. Yes. But what happened here is, and that's my dog barking in the background. He's a puppy. He's two months old. I just got him. Okay, so I got to train him. Give me a sec, guys. Anyway, give me a couple of months. Um, regardless, um, he, he, um, and by he I mean Trump. He could have went after Hillary Clinton for real during that, and said, "Wait a minute. This has nothing to do with Russia. This has everything to do with those emails." Yeah, Hillary Clinton. This has everything to do with yes. that. But he yes. didn't. He didn't. You know what he did? He went back and he said, no, no, no. I, I didn't collude with Russia. It has nothing to do with Russia. Right. I'm going to exonerate myself. But he never pointed at Hillary. He never got to the root of the issue. He never said, hey, it's those emails we need to be looking at. Mm-hmm. How did this spin off? You know, let's talk about Seth Rich. Let's talk about what happened there. No, he wants to concentrate on Russia. He the, 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 the um. He, he could have he could have ended this quickly, but That's anyway, now
1: excellent.
0: if the Democrats were really serious about getting him up mm-hmm. out of there, That's there right. was a, a recent interview done um, by Maria Farmer. Are you mm-hmm. are you familiar with Not Maria familiar. Farmer? Not okay, familiar. so yeah. Mar- Maria Farmer worked for Jeffrey Epstein, right? Oh. and uh, she comes out, mm. and and I'm, I'm going to send you the email. So you, I mean the interview, so you can listen to it. Uh, I always blank on the lady that conducted the interview, but she's she's a uh, very well known in the circles. I'll think of her eventually. But um, she did the email, and um, I mean, she did the interview, and uh, Maria Farmer comes out and states that uh, Donald Trump was consistently in contact with Jeffrey Epstein. He was always at Jeffrey Epstein's residence mm-hmm. together when little girls would go up to the second floor of uh, wherever they were at at the time that uh, uh, um, Jeffrey Epstein and Trump were together doing these things. I don't know what they were doing. There were little girls and they were upstairs. Jeffrey Epstein doesn't have the best or he doesn't have a good reputation at all, you know, and and, uh, there's a documented relationship with these two. But after Maria Farmer said what he said, what she said, I would have, and you don't have to go pay Cambridge Analytica. This is simple. This is very simple. Um, You, you, Bring that out, you scrutinize it, you take it apart, you see if it's real, and if it's real, you nail them to the ground, because none of this is excusable. none of it. Not only that. she said that um, <clears throat> that uh, his ex-wife, uh, Ivana Trump,
1: mm-hmm. would
0: go out with Ghislaine Maxwell to recruit girls to recruit them for, uh, I think it was uh, for Victoria's Secrets or for modeling or something. Mm-hmm. But they were all little girls who were 15, 14 years old that, uh, that they would recruit. Now, this is testimony from somebody that's there. Have we heard anything about it? No. No one talks about it. No one does anything. But if it was more damning evidence against Prince Andrew or more damning evidence against the Clintons, not that we need anymore. We know they're pieces of filth. So we don't need anymore. But if it, if it happened, everybody would jump on it immediately, including the right. You see, look at them. Look at what they're doing. But they completely turned a blind eye to this. And another thing I wanted to and I want your comments on this and we're going to go home. But I, I want you to look at the Heritage Foundation and how many of Trump's uh, picks have come from the Heritage Foundation, Neil Gorsuch. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, there's, there's been a few. There's been a few. Right. Mike Pence uh, was just straight out of the Heritage Foundation. You know, and so, they're, you know, it's like a feeding system for Donald Trump. And this goes into the Council for National Policy, the CNP, right. you know, and, and uh, even further than that. Right. But um, regardless, these are all things we need to look at that I feel we're not paying attention to. And I feel if, if the left was genuine, that they would look at this and be like, wait a minute, Trump, what, what was this that you were doing with Epstein? But they don't care. They're taking the fall. They let him, they're letting him win the presidency. Hands down, gift wrap. Here you go, sir. Take it, please, because Joe Biden is Sleepy Joe, and uh, mm-hmm. he's our nominee. So here you go. You know, so that that's something. And I think as Christians, you and I should uh, should uh, try to scrutinize this and hold them accountable for it. You know, if 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 and there's a tons of women that have come out and accused Donald, and a lot of them are bull. I was some of them are bull, but there's a few of them, like Jane Doe. She was 13. She has not retracted, she has not to this date, what happened, she said that, that, that Epstein and Trump got at her. But nobody wants to talk about this and I'm, I'm extremely frustrated because I, I, I want to, just like you, Bishop, I wanna expose the truth. I don't care about Donald Trump, I don't care about Hillary Clinton, I care about the truth, whatever that is. Whatever that is. So if I see, and listen, man, I, I can sit down and watch a Donald Trump uh, uh, uh a pep rally, I call him uh, you know, you know, he gets mm-hmm. out there, he starts talking. It's entertaining as hell. I sit there and watch it, and I'm like, wow, this is this is hilarious. This guy's funny, he's relatable, I get it. But we need to hold him accountable for the things that, he, that that he's done. And if he hasn't done them, it's on him to prove that he hasn't done them. He's the president of the United States. He told us that he was going to lock up Hillary Clinton. Has not happened. He told us that he was going to help us out and reveal some stuff about 9-11. That never happened. He told us he was going to make a vaccine committee with with Kennedy Jr. Never happened. Kennedy says he's called the White House several times, can't even get a pickup anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of this. He's gone into Venezuela and invaded a sovereign country, man. Tried to create a coup over there. He's thrown more bombs in the Middle East than Barack Obama has. I don't like any of them. I don't like Mr. Obama either. But I'm not going to take my eye off of Donald Trump. I'm not going to sit here and wait for him to save me. I'm going to hold him accountable. And I think the American people need to hold him accountable. And we'll be a lot better off for it. Your thoughts, and then we're getting out of here. You get the last word, sir.
1: Yeah. And again, when you look at the, the life of Jeffrey Epstein, um, and it came out maybe a month ago that uh, when the FBI had confiscated um, his information uh, out of a vault inside of his apartment um, on the Mattins Lower East Side, they found multiple passports, and one of them was for Saudi Arabia under right, right, an right. Arabian name. Who is, who was Jeffrey Epstein? Was he uh, was he MI6? Was he Israeli Mossad? You know, and that's a sign note. And maybe next time we can get into this as to why Kobe died. There was an insurance company called Tiva out of Tel Aviv, Israel. That's ran by Mossad, and those were uh, was one of the pharmaceutical companies that Kobe was going after in the lawsuit. That's that's a big mistake. But getting back to President Trump, the onus of whether he's guilty or not is is not on him. It's on the public. If you think he's guilty, bring forth the evidence. the The burden of proof is not on President Trump. The, the burden of proof is on his so-called accusers. Now, all these women. Now, he apologized during the campaign, okay. But at the same time, who was taping him, okay? This little Bush guy who was taking—he should have been fired. He should—he should be in. That—that's an invasion of privacy, okay. But the mess that the Clintons has done, and Hillary Clinton had. Instead of helping the victims that her husband had destroyed, Hillary would destroy the women for going after her husband. Now, President Trump, Donald Trump, he made mistakes. There is no qu- I agree. Everyone has to be accountable. I love President When President Trump got elected, and he went- before he got elected, he was against um, Obamacare. When he got elected, he kind of shot off of a man. So we as black conservatives, we were right President Trump. No, you got to keep your promise, man. You got to get rid of Obamacare. And he got back in line. So if he's wrong, we'll get him out of it. And listen, I love President Trump, but I'm not a fool, you know? Right. So yes, right. everyone has to be held accountable, okay? But the burden of proof is not on Donald Trump. The burden of proof is on his so-called accusers. And with this young girl talking to this reporter, okay, who is she? Is she being paid off? Who is she connected to? Well, she's a witness. Yeah, exactly. Well, who was the Chinese woman that got into Mar-a-Laga in Florida? She was a Chinese spy for the Ministry of State Security, which is the Chinese equivalent of the American CIA. No one talks about that. And so Donald Trump, he has to be careful. He's really got to be careful, you know, because these devils want to bring him down. But at the same time, everyone, Brother Billy, has stuff on everyone. Right. That's why they don't don't do anything, because they got stuff. When people want to resign all of a sudden from political office, somebody had something on them. When they say, well, I want to spend time with my family and want to spend time with my church, No. what happened, someone found out something on them that forced them out. This has been probably one of the best conversations I've ever been a part of, brother. You're a Spanish, brother. <laughs> You're a great host, and I love this. I love being challenged. I love being questioned. Myself, as a nationally syndicated radio talk show host, I like to stretch the minds of the people. So when I let go, their thinking will never return back to its original form and shape. And let me say this before we sign off. Knowing about a subject to think you're right, but not enough about the subject to know you're wrong. So what we talked about here today concerning the paradigm of manipulation and the promises of emotion is just the tip of the iceberg. When we talk about the deep state, you may mention of Sean Hannity. I love Sean Hannity. He's a great patriot. Tucker Carson, great patriot. Judge Jeanine, great patriot. They're not perfect, but they're great patriots, okay? Laura Ingram, a great great patriot. They blasted her. Was that last year she was telling uh, LeBron James just bounced a basketball and (laughs) shut up? She was right. He has no knowledge about politics, okay? Now, all of a sudden, now, you want to get into politics, okay? And the money that he was supposed to use to build his school, he didn't pay a dime of that money. That money came from his handlers to start his school. See, it's all a game, okay? And that's why I tell black folk it is time, in my conclusion, it is time for every black and Latino person to come off of the Democratic Party plantation. That, that, that time is over with. It's time to leave it. When Lyndon Baines Johnson said in 1964 and 65, after he signed the, uh, the Great Society, the New Deal, okay? Uh, when he talks about, I'm going to keep these ends in the Democratic Party for 200 years. It's working. It's, it's time wow. for all of us to come off of this plantation called the Democratic Party and come home to your Christian conservative roots. Brother Billy, thank you so much. This has been uh, an entertaining hour and a half. This is great, <laughs> my friend. Oh, my friend. And thank you so much.
0: Oh, man, Thank you. Thank you. Tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Yes, um, I am the host of the nationally syndicated Global Spiritual Revolution Radio uh, through the Life Radio Network, then 2.9 FM, 1460 AM on uh, LifeRadioNJ.com, LifeRadioNJ.com forward slash Gators. Also, we can be heard through Um, the iHeartRadio Network and and the iHeart Media Group, we average, by the grace of God, between 20 and 25 million listeners each week around the world. It's massive, man of God. We are heard in 150 countries around the world because of the type of teaching that has just exploded on the scene. And also, uh, with your permission, Brother Billy, um, you guys, if you guys want to bless us financially, please go. And Brother Billy knows it takes money it, this just costs us a lot of money. It I takes it. money. Go to paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group again, one more time, beloved. Paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group, whether it's $20, $40, $100. If you are in that financial position to give a thousand, paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. And your followers can follow me with your permission on social media. Go to facebook.com. For slash Bishop L. Gators, Bishop L. Gators, G-A-I-T-E-R-S. And as you're on Facebook, uh, please join our Facebook page, which is Global Spiritual Revolution Radio. Just type in Global Spiritual Revolution Radio on Facebook and join our global uh, revolution. And last but never least, uh, follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Bishop L. Gators at Bishop L. Gators. G-A-I-T-E-R-S. And a lot of people ask me, will we have a Latino president one day? Yes, absolutely. It's going to happen. And I probably, I, I believe it would be a female. Yeah. Uh, there's a Latino governor, a former governor, I think in New Mexico, I'm not sure, Arizona, New Mexico. I can't remember her name. I like her. Um, there would, I think the, the first Latino president would be a woman okay I, I i it's going to happen so be patient it's going to come
0: well let's let's Take i i know. i only hope it's a righteous person a, a person a righteous of, person yeah. of honesty and uh, the person that's going to lead us in the right direction i don't care if they're black latino white as long as they're righteous, that's what I want. I want righteousness. I Who's want the truth.
1: Latino senator that, that President Trump calls little Marco? Little Marco. Yeah. Marco Rubio. <laughs> yeah. but, but Marco, he knew that Rubio would respond. <laughs> See, that you don't give it to that game that President smart. He's smart. So he knows if you have a trigger, it's politics. You're going to react, and you're going to forget about your game. Okay? So... Uh, I am pro-God, pro pro-Jesus Christ, pro-Bible, I'm pro-life. And I tell women, don't abort your children. Put them up for adoption. It's life, okay? Abortion's murder, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I am pro-Donald Trump, and I'm a black conservative, I'm a black Republican, I'm not an African, I am an American, and I bleed red, white, and blue. And yes, I wanna say so, I do believe in torture. oh yes. Bishop Gators believes in torture (laughs) at Bowers. We had enemies around the world who want to wipe the United States of America off of the map. No, I'm not talking about torturing someone for committing jaywalking. I'm talking about if there was a bomb, okay, in Wall Street okay, a bomb down in Times Square, and I, we got three hours to find it, I'm going to extract information out of you, AKA 24, Keith or Sutherland. I'm going, because we are living in that time, that we don't have time to go through the ACLU or, or, or to wipe someone's nose and give them a bowl of peanuts and, and a glass of beer like Obama did. No, we got a president who's a man. He's got brass knuckles, okay? Not just here, but below. We need that type of president. And, and No, he's not perfect, but he's, he, he is for that which is right. Oh, my God. I enjoyed this conversation today.
0: I'm, I'm glad you did. I enjoyed it very much. You know what I like about you? You didn't get triggered. You just answered everything. It was just a conversation, and that was beautiful. Gunn- Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I don't believe in torture, by the way, but that's just Billy Ray Valentine. I believe in everything the, 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 the bishop said. Except for Trump, but but I'm pro-life. I'm pro-Bible. I'm pro-gun. <laughs> you know, Let me tell you so, something
1: about the Latino community. What's up, what's up? You guys mm-hmm. are beautiful. We're oh all beautiful. Oh my God, the Latino language is so beautiful, and the family structure is so beautiful. I know uh, a young man uh, who's not older. He's probably in, around my age. Who he was one of the camera people that worked in the movie that came out. Blood in and blood out. Remember that movie? I remember that, ago? yeah, absolutely. The Latino community is so beautiful. And the, it's family, familia. And Black Amanda doesn't have that.
0: But we can. You know, everybody oh. can have it. You know, and that's what I love about this creation. I, I love that the Lord put me here at this time.
1: Yes.
0: You know, and, and, and uh, you know, things are crazy, but that doesn't mean they can't get better. And I love, I love all the cultures around the world, just yes. learning from them and, and, and seeing what they do differently. And it's just a beautiful thing, man. I mean, the, the, is the so life beautiful. is beautiful. The Lord is this beautiful.
1: Life is beautiful. I, You're my brother in Christ. Absolutely. Because I don't look at you as a Latino person. You don't look at me as a black person. No. Latino and black is what we are, but it's not who we are. Who are exactly. we? Who we are would not be buried six feet under what we are will be but who we are is spirit will go back to god who gave it and so and this is what we have to reveal to the world today this is great i had fun
0: i had a blast that's this is bishop larry gators ladies and gentlemen it is the infinite fringe one of the best shows i've done in a bit in a bit and i've had some good shows in the past two months this is this was a really good show i feel let me know how you felt i'm sure you're gonna be entertained Uh, uh, thoroughly, and you're going to learn quite a bit. So thank you. Uh, You know where to hit me up. You know where to find me. It is the Infinite Fringe. God bless you. See you guys soon. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Hold on, Mr. Gators. God bless
1: you, sir.